If you are craving some more peace or patience in your life, you feel like you know you need to be more patient when it comes to waiting for the things that you desire to actually become reality. But let's be real, it gets hard at times. Maybe you find yourself sometimes just obsessing about the future and worrying about it. And maybe you find yourself at night where you struggle falling asleep because your mind's kind of racing because you're thinking about something to come, you know, or if something's going to happen for you or whatever it is. If you're feeling any of those those feelings where you're like patience and peace, please, the three Ps, patience and peace, please. I'm going to order me some of that. Then listen up because I'm talking to you today. So how today's episode is planned out, just so you know, is the method to the madness is that I got some sticky notes on my desk with chicken scratch all over them. And I have some screenshots in my phone of things that I thought I got to tell you this. So we're going to talk all about that. But before I do, I'm just going to give you a quick update. I just came back from my canoeing trip. I was out in the wilderness in the area that I was not familiar with. I did not know anything about the Boundary Waters. And some of y'all are like, you ha- you don't? Like, yeah, I didn't know about the Boundary Waters. I didn't know about the Quetico. And if for some of you guys that are like, yeah, I don't know about that either, I'm about to tell you. So this is the area of lakes, like a million acres of lakes, um, right by Minnesota and Canada. So the Boundary Waters side that is owned by the U.S., and the Quetico side of those lakes, they connect to each other, is owned by Canada. So if you want to go into the Quetico side, that's more remote. So they say there's less people out there on the Canada side than the Boundary Water side that are canoeing and camping and all that. And you don't really see a lot of people when you're out there, but you know, different people have permits and they are out there. Anyways, then you want to go to the Canada side if you want more of that really, really remote feel. So my husband wanted that feel. I didn't really know. I just, he just a lot of times plans these trips and I'm like, okay. And a lot of times when we go on these trips, people are like, what were your expectations? Did this meet your expectations? And I'm like, honestly, I didn't have any expectations. I don't really think about it a lot. It's weird. I don't in advance. I think I kind of like the element of surprise. But so I was surprised when I got there to see, oh, wow, this is owned by the U.S. This is owned by Canada. This is actually very remote. It's my first time ever doing a canoeing trip where you canoe from one destination to the next. So it kind of reminded me of through hiking where you're, you know, hiking from one point to the next point. Maybe you're camping in that next point and then you pack everything up and you move into the next point. It's the same thing that we were doing, but we were doing it with a canoe. And uh, it rained like the majority of the time. So just just imagine this, okay? You're out there, you're in the wilderness. Like literally we were sleeping on islands. No one was around. No one was around to be found. There's bears out there. We didn't see any. There's wolves out there. Uh, we didn't see any of those either. Moose out there, all the things. And um, that part of it, like it felt so good. You know how nature just like recharges you. That felt good. And it was raining again the entire time. Not entire time. Like, I mean, there's times like it would dry for a little bit, but it was like, as my mother-in-law said, it was like pr- the clouds were would be pregnant with rain and you knew it was soon they'd be coming down. 
and sometimes we'd be eating and it'd be raining and you're trying to eat your food and it's raining and you have to go pee or poo or whatever and it's raining and you're like that's just you know and you're wet the whole time your feet are cold and like okay I've dealt with conditions like this when I was hiking the Appalachian Trail but anyways we were out there and with my mother-in-law my father-in-law and we do a lot of traveling with my mother-in-law and father-in-law and these long story short you know when you travel a lot with or if you're with people whether you're traveling with them or you're just spending time with them for an extended period of time, you may find yourself getting annoyed, right? <laughs> Can we be real? And sometimes it's not like you can't even like blame them. Sometimes you're just like everything someone might do will annoy you, them breathing, them just sitting there, you know? So all of that stuff was happening. And I want to say I didn't do a very good job at managing my energy out there. And, it, and this is a thing to know. Remember, energy is impacted also by your external environment and what's happening physically to you. So it can make a lot of sense where, you know, you're not, you're really tired and you find yourself struggling to be as patient as you normally are because you're just tired or you're a little more snappy because you're tired or you're hungry, you know, that kind of stuff. So we're human, right? So I, I, it was just a good time for me to really observe my behavior and be like, okay, and some of the things that you are allowing to steal your joy should not be stealing your joy. It's not worth it. And I just want to say that because for a lot of us, and maybe something like that happened today, if you're listening to the show, like where something annoyed you or someone did something and you got a little riled up about it. And then you realize it's like, that's not even worth my time or my energy because it steals my joy. Right. So I just want to shine a light on that. And then you can decide when something has happened. Now that I know what I know, I often say this. What do I want to do differently moving forward? We're forgetting the past and moving ahead. Right. Forgiving ourselves if we need to. I don't know. Maybe someone needed that reminder. I just had to say that. So that's my update. I was out there and, um, I caught, I learned how to fish. Like it's been a long time to let, since I've really, caught fish since I was like a little girl and I actually was out there catching fish they called me the fishing queen because I caught the most fish and the biggest fish and we ended up cooking them on the fire Um, I always felt bad (laughs) I always had to be like just you do it Ian you know and I'd be like I'd pray for this fish and everything and it's interesting that's another thing that came to mind to me is like how removed we are from from our food you know and how it's actually created in fact, I bet you if I if I saw a lot of the way my food is created, I probably would have a very different diet. Let's be real, because I'd feel so bad and all of that. At least that's just me. I'm speaking for myself. Okay, I know this is a little rant, but you know how I do if you've been listening to the show. I still have points, though, to make. So I just want to give you an update. Like, that was what was happening in my life. I came back, and man, it's been like, since I came back, busy galore busy galore. Like I'm recording this right now at 1.15 in the morning because it's just been nuts over here with all good things. Just so much opportunity showing up. A lot of my imposter syndrome kicking in, keeping it real. Um, I'll tell you more about these opportunities in the future as they brew a little more. But that's how I've been feeling lately, like really uncomfortable you know, as I step out and new things are coming into my life and I wonder, it's like, how can I handle this? And I just got to remember to trust that my future self can handle what's to come as my past self has handled the things that have gotten me here. 
So maybe you need that reminder too. Okay, so another thing that I've been struggling with personally is this whole, that whole mind racing thing. Like I have found it's been hard for me to sleep lately where I'm falling asleep and are trying to. And then I have the mind racing and I'm thinking about all the things in the future, you know, how I'm going to handle something I'm trying to problem solve. It's just like that's been a big thing that's been showing up for me lately. And I wanted to get on the podcast and talk to you about it because I really think of us as friends. You know, even though I don't see all of you that listen to the show, I know some of you message me and chat with me, but I don't see all of you, but I still feel like there's that connection there. And that's what's been happening in my mind. And I something came up today, a message that came up on my Instagram when I was probably numbing and scrolling or something that was happening. When I get tired, you know how when you don't get a lot of sleep, I just, I don't do as well with managing my time. It's easy to distract me. Well, anyways, um, this video clip came, popped up in there from Lauren Daigle. And Lauren Daigle, if you're not familiar, she is a Christian artist. I'm actually going to her concert coming up here in Indianapolis. And can I say it right? Indianapolis. I can't. You know what I'm talking about. Indianapolis, Indiana. And um, coming up soon. So I'm so excited. But I felt like, so that's why it stood out to me. So I was like, oh, there she is. I want to hear what she has to say. So I clicked on it. And she was talking about how, let me take my notes because I don't want to sabotage what she said because it was so good. Let me find that crazy sticky note. She was talking about how there really is such a cost to not working out of a place of rest and how you try to get all these things done and you're, you're like not resting enough, you know, that comes at such a cost to your life and your energy. And for me, I know what happens is the quality of whatever I put out just kind of sucks and I don't show up as a good version of myself. But let's let's think about this. Why am I not resting enough? And maybe this applies to you too. Why are you not resting enough? Is it because that there's some fear about if you do rest, that X thing isn't going to work out? That thing isn't going to turn out for you. So maybe you need to stay up and, and keep problem solving. Or maybe you need to stay up or stay busy doing all the things so that it will work out. Because it won't any other way. Right? And me saying that, you know what, what I'm talking about here? I'm talking about like this scarcity mindset that's showing up. This doubt that is showing up in your life. All that crap, that fear. And that is not from God. Okay, so she made this point and I was like, oh, girl, you're so right. This is what she said. She said, God created the world in seven days, right? Time ain't a thing to him. But yet we are here worrying about like we need to get all this stuff in. We need to do all these things because of the timing, right? But time is not a thing to God. So whatever you're worrying about, he can make that thing happen so fast for you. And those changes happen so quickly. So I feel like when you prioritize connecting with God in that alignment, time is on your side, right? Because you are connected and you have a deep relationship with the one who creates all the things. And time isn't a thing to him. Um, so another quote she said, that she loved 
was the quote in the Bible, and I don't have the exact verse, but basically sum it up, it's that God provides for those he loves while they sleep. Like he's making stuff happen for you while you sleep. So you can go to sleep, girl. That's what I'm saying. You can rest and know that things are being worked out for you and you're good. I just felt like I really needed that reminder. I was like, you're so right. And some of the amazing things that have happened in my life, it wasn't because I forced it. It wasn't because I worked so hard and I had to do all the things I need to like all that. No, it was like a lot of times where it's like I finally let control go over it. I finally surrendered about that thing. And I was like, okay, God, you got it because it's in in my control. I've been doing all the things like you got it. And then the thing comes in. Have you heard stories of that? I know you have. Like, let's say someone has tried really hard to get pregnant and just was not working out for them, wasn't coming. And then they're just like, you know, I finally just accepted like maybe this is how it's going to be. And it's more of like surrender that was there. It was like, all right, God. If you have another plan for me, if I'm going to adopt, if I'm going to do whatever, okay. And then bam, they pregnant or something like that happens, right? Something, you know, it's like, what? What just happened there? It's like they surrendered. I think there's something to be said about that. I've seen stuff like that happen a lot in people's lives. I've seen it a lot with my career coaching clients over the years when they're finally like, you know what? I've gotten to the point, like, even if I stay in this job, like their, their mindset has shifted. They have this like peace around it and they're like you know it's like all is well all is well and then bam all these opportunities come into them it's that shift sometimes that needs to happen I know with Joe Dispenza's work if you're familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza he talks a lot about how when people let's say are diagnosed with like stage four cancer and they've been told like you're not going to make it um, it's that point where they've like fully are like, okay, this is, this is what it is. It's like full surrender. No, that's not in my control. And then they're the most open to receive and for the things to change. And you'd have to look deeper into what Joe Dispenza does, but it's really interesting how he's been able to help people heal in a sense from or themselves in a sense, but you know, it's not just themselves on themselves. Like, God, I see you. I see you out there. But you know, like the, when they're, when that happens for them, these miracles that people would call it, it was like full surrender mode. That's when they got to that full open state. And if we're obsessing and controlling and we're not resting, and I'm talking about not just resting physically, but not just resting mentally, you know, and that's not happening, then you're not open. That's how I feel. It's that controlling energy still showing up. And I've been feeling that in me. And I just, maybe this episode is me just saying like, God, I surrender. Like, you know, whatever you have for me, I trust you. And I I need to act like I do. Because if I did, I wouldn't act that way. I wouldn't be up so late obsessing, worrying, because I would know that you got it. So that's something that I want to shift in my life. So there's another sticky note that has a point here I just want to bring up. And it's this. It says, hell wants you to lose every bit of your self-worth. Every bit of it. That's what hell wants you to do. Hell wants you to give up on all your dreams. So it's like you're always being tempted in that way. 
you know, to believe that you're not enough to do something that won't happen for you, that maybe you should just give up on that dream that you have. It's not a possibility, right? Hell is tempting you with that. And what I heard from the Big Life Devotional podcast is this, to say, hell no. Hell no. Am I going to lose every bit of my self-worth? Hell no. Am I going to stop believing in myself? Hell no. Am I going to give up on my dreams when stuff gets hard, right? And when I haven't seen the evidence of it all yet, because I know that God is working. He's even working when I sleep. Just remember that. And if your mind is racing like mine does sometimes late at night, then pray about it and say, like, God, I just want to give this to you. You know, like, Holy Spirit, come in, like, help me sleep and just have peace and know that you got it. It helps so much. And sometimes when I'm nervous doing some of, you know, the presentations that I do or whatever it is, speaking stuff, and my nerves get in the way and I'm like, I don't know who am I to do this. Like that, that happens a lot for me in a lot of different situations because I'm always putting myself in these uncomfortable environments to grow, right? I know that. But I will literally, I pray about it. Like I'm like, God, speak through me, use me, help me. And those days that I'm so tired and I'm like, I can't focus, but then I'm, I'm facilitating, you know, a group coaching thing. And I know that people, that my energy is so important and that they, that my encouragement is so helpful to them, you know, on their journey. I'm like, God, show up, Holy Spirit, bring me that energy because <laughs> I, I don't got it today, but I know you do. And I know that you can work through me. So even asking for that help, asking for your words to be guided, that is important. And I don't think enough of us rely on the help that is there. It's like it's all the help is there, but you're not using it then you're making it harder than it has to be. So use the resources that are already there for you. All right, the let's go to my phone. Let's look at the screenshots that are in my phone that I was like, you, you got to know this. Okay, so we'll start with when I teach the vision workshop each year, the beginning of the year, clarify your vision. One of the quotes I often refer to is Habakkuk 2.3. And it says this, For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. It will surely come. Can we emphasize that? It will surely come. So for a lot of us, we may have a vision around something that we desire in our life, and it hasn't came to be yet. And what it's saying here is, if it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. And I just thought someone out there needed that reminder. I know I needed that reminder because I was like, yeah, like I know the promises of God, right? And it's trusting. That's what faith is about. I didn't know this episode was going to be all a faith episode, but apparently I wanted to be okay. So maybe you just needed that reminder. Is that a lot of us want to have things happen so fast. I get it. I'm that person too. I'm like, oh, I just want my dreams to manifest and be here right now, you know, so everything will be better. But there's a reason why it hasn't happened yet, because there's probably more lessons to be learned. There's probably certain people that need to come into your life that haven't yet, paths that you need to cross, people that you need to impact. 
a, like you need to maybe you're developing a story in your life that is going to serve other people in the future where you can be like hey there was a time I doubted and it freaking sucked those make some of the best stories and then and then this amazing thing happened and then that's also when you get to honor God through that story because it's like duh of course that that was him because it couldn't be anyone else or any other thing else because this is a crazy story and I've had some clients tell me those stories lately and I'm so proud I've been getting texts lately about things that are happening for people. I cried the other day in a a coaching session. I literally cried because I've actually cried a couple times this week. I don't know what's going on, (laughs) but I cried about like just joy tears in a couple different situations where I'm like, this is amazing what has come to be, you know? Okay. So the other screenshot I have. I thought this one was good. So this was my neighbor, my old neighbor, Susan. Uh, She's been on the podcast, Susan Scheip, the writer. She lives in a tiny house, was my tiny house neighbor. Anyways, she posted this on her Facebook, and I was like, I screenshot it because I thought it was so cute. It said, if you think you've blown God's plan for your life, rest in this. You, my beautiful friend, are not that powerful. And I was like, oh, so good. Can we say it again? If you think you've blown God's plan for your life, rest. That goes back to our theme. Rest in this. You, my beautiful friend, are not that powerful. And that's so true because I think sometimes we think that we're not doing X thing good enough, right? Or whatever it is. And then like, then we're messing up, up the plan. Then, then certain things aren't going to come to be for us because we haven't performed well. We haven't, you know, had managed our energy well. We haven't been as productive as we wanted to be, whatever it is. And it's not going to work out for us. And it's like, hey, God's plan for you, which is the best plan for you, is nothing that you can blow because you are not that powerful. And I kind of like that. I'm like, cool. I love that I'm not that powerful. I'm not, like, God's got me right? Okay. So let's just quickly recap about this whole episode. So the point of this episode was really to give you some encouragement. If you are feeling at all that lack of peace in your life, you feel like you're struggling to be patient, to wait for the things that you desire to come to be, or you're worrying, any of that stuff. It was meant to give you encouragement to know that Even when you rest, God is working. And again, that there is a specific time for the things that you desire, and you got to trust that timing, even when it trust God, right? Because even when it's hard, it's so freaking hard because we all do want all the things right here, right now. And let's be real comparison, oh, such is the thief of joy. When we're watching all these other things happen for other people, and you're just like, oh, like it just it gets to you. And I feel like I feel like Satan uses that a lot to like tempt you and be like, oh, look what they got. And you don't you're not loved, you know, like stuff like that. Or it's not your life sucks. It's like, no, don't don't give energy to that because that's BS. You know, you are called for a specific reason. Things are happening for you in your life at a certain time because it's going to be better that way. I want you to think back on your life 
And think about times where you really wanted something to happen in your past, past self. And it didn't happen. And maybe you were you were tight gripping it. You're like, oh, I want this like kind of being all controlly around it. You know how we do sometimes. You were doing that. And the thing you wanted didn't happen. That prayer or whatever it was, you didn't it didn't get answered. But something better or actually did get answered was a no because I got something better for you, boo, kind of situation. So something better came into your life and you're like, thank you. I'm so glad that I didn't accept that thing or I didn't go with that thing or I didn't settle for that thing because I saw this better thing now coming now that I zoom out. There's so many incidents in my life where I can look back and I'm like, I'm so glad that you got worked out and you didn't just go with like my prayer and the thing I wanted and I was tight gripping at the time. You know, one of the things I've talked about in the past was when I ended up flying out to Denver uh, because Yoga Journal wanted me to be one of their finalists to travel across the U.S. uh, for six months or whatever it was to represent the magazine. And I remember I wanted that opportunity so bad. Maybe you've heard the story before how I got in a moped crash and I tore my ACL like during the whole interview process after I went there and they were deciding on who they were going to pick and I wasn't going to be able to do the thing anyways because I couldn't even walk. But I wanted that opportunity so bad and I was tight gripping it. And I could feel that like clenching it, you know, like, oh, like I was just controlling around it. And then I got, I mean, it was extreme that I hurt my leg and couldn't walk and all the things and had was stranded, not stranded because I got my way through those islands in Thailand, but it was brutal. Um, trying to like hobble around and I actually had to get back on the moped that I crashed on afterwards when my ACL, my my kneecap was cracked, my ACL was completely torn Um, and I couldn't walk well and I'm carrying like this hiking bag and thankfully Ian carried me around all over the places because we had to go through three islands because we were way out in one of the islands in Thailand, I forget which one and uh, we had to take these ferries back and then we had to take these flights. I mean, it was crazy town, okay? And it was it was miserable. I completely forgot about my life. So let's just bring this up, that that phase in my life. I was so devastated. I lo- So I knew I couldn't do that opportunity that I was tight gripping. I ended up coming back to our home. It was, a, it was just when we moved to Beaufort, South Carolina. And we didn't even unpack anything. So everything needed to be unpacked because we literally dropped our stuff off and then flew to Thailand for this trip. So I get back hobbling around and stuff like I was literally crawling around and I was just so depressed because I couldn't really move much. I didn't have health insurance. Yeah. So long story short, it all worked itself out as God does. I didn't even have to have surgery. I mean, I never did. It was a completely torn ACL, which is not normal to not have uh, surgery on that at all. Um, but I figured it out. I worked it out. And I, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, I'm pretty active. I can run, do all the things. All is well. And I remember those dark moments of crying. I remember I gained a ton of weight at that time because I wasn't moving around a lot and I was just depressed and it, I didn't know how my leg was going to be. And, you know, I didn't want to put me and it was Ian and I, I think 
I think it was a time just after we had gotten married. So I was like, I don't want to put a bunch of debt on him with the surgery on my leg and just on us. And it was just all the, it was, a, it was so stressful, guys. I'm just keeping it real. I completely forgot about that stress in my life. And I really had to trust. And what I'm saying is what ended up happening was I ended up getting that opportunity to teach the military and the career transition classes that I used to teach that completely changed my life. That was one of, I'm so grateful for that experience because I met such amazing people and I grew so much professionally as a speaker and I gained so much confidence and I really started to find myself and people pointed out a lot of my gifts in me about, you know, the way I spoke and things like that. And it just gave me so much confidence. And if I went and if I did get that opportunity that I wanted, that I was tight gripping with the whole yoga stuff, I would have never been around to do the work that I did with the military and traveling and just growing as a speaker and all that stuff. And I can see I'm like, okay, God, like I saw you, like you were working that entire time. And it was so freaking hard for me to trust you through that crap. But then on the other end, I'm like, thank you, because that that had opened so many doors for me. A lot of the opportunities I have in my life right now are because of the experiences I had when I was training. I get to use those reviews that I had before and that open that has truly opened many doors for me. Other speaking engagements, amazing connections, my other consulting work. Like it was bigger. Like God had a better plan for me. And I share that story with you because I know that that is true for you too. So if you are going through one of those hard times or you find yourself in the future, remember that he's working even when it doesn't seem like it. And you should, you're like, I don't know how things could be different. I would have never imagined that, that I would have ended up down that path before when I was doubting, when I was like sitting on that dirty floor because everything was that house that we ended up moving. It was such a blessing, but it was like no one had lived in it for three years. It was pretty rough. It needed a lot of work and a lot of things done. I'm talking rats and all the things, guys, keeping it real. It was bad when we first moved in, glass everywhere. So I was, I remember sitting on the floor, not being able to walk and just feeling gross in my body because I was eating crap. I wasn't able to move and just all, all the, the, the sadness and then looking around the floor is nasty and I want all the stuff. And I'm, I am the kind of person that if you move somewhere, I want to unpack everything that day and I want to have all the things on the walls that day. Like that is how I am. So for me to have to sit there and be like, oh, all this stuff on the ground, I can't unpack myself. It was just extra depressing for me, especially being someone who likes to be active, all of that. And I I really, I I know God was like, oh, he was doing the work on me through that, during that season. But I'm so grateful that I get to tell you this story on the other end. Because that will encourage you. Now, if all was well, you know, if I just, oh, went amazing, right? I ended up doing that tour and who knows what was I even wanting that to lead to for real? I don't even know. I don't think it was an intentional thing. I would think it was my ego getting in the way. I also would have missed out on a lot of time with my husband for my new marriage at the time, you know, and being home and, and in that environment, I overall, like, that's one of my favorite places I've ever lived. It was such a blessing for me. And I'm so grateful I had that time there. God knew better than I did. 
and he knew it was coming and you don't always see like last week guys i'm telling you last week i was out in the woods you know or in the the lakes i think of it more because it's like islands a lot that we camped at i was out there in the wilderness I was thinking, I had all the feelings of like, oh, I'm not working, I'm not moving forward on things, blah, 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 my BS thoughts. I come home and I was hit with amazing opportunities. It was like God was working while I was out and gone, just reminding me like, girl, you can rest, rest, I got you. You know, you don't always have to be trying to control it and do all the things and make the stuff happen. It's not all up to you. Some of y'all are acting like it's all up to you and that's what's causing you to feel stress. And I'm just here to remind you, it's not. It's not all up to you. Remember that, that cute quote? You are not that powerful. Let's go back to it. If you think you've blown God's plan for your life, rest in this. You, my beautiful friend, are not that powerful. But he is. And he works for you. All right. That was, this whole thing was supposed to be a summary of this episode to end, and it wasn't. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. If you like the show and you haven't left us a review, I just got to say it. Can you please leave us a review? I will give next time the shout outs because I know we have some new ones coming in and I want to honor you all. Also, I forgot to tell you, you know, my Event is happening in October, the Intentional Life Retreat in Shipshawana, Indiana. It is, if you use the code, you can go for the entire two, three days, depending on if you want to stay the last day for the service in the morning, for only $99. And if you want to do the VIP night, which I highly recommend because it's very intimate, there's 50 spots max, all the speakers are going to it. It's going to be a dinner at this beautiful place where you get a drink ticket, you get this yummy dinner, and over dinner, we're going to have our speaker talk about personal branding. Shout out to Alexandria. And then we have our other speaker talking about personal styling. Shout out to Alicia. And you get a photo, a professional photo done, because let's be real, many of us need to update our professional photos. I'm raising my hand. So you get the opportunity to have that done as well. It's definitely worth it. It's going to be an amazing swag bag. The stuff that in our, is going to be in that bag, you're going to freaking love, let me just say. Um, at least I would. I would love to get that swag bag that I'm thinking of. All right. So if you have any questions about that event, feel free to email me or you can message me on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever you are at nowadays. Um, the other thing, too, I want to say, if you're trying to figure out, well, where would I stay The conference itself is at a hotel, and so there's rooms there. We have a discount code for the rooms. I think it's under 200 or something like that a night. It's going to be super fun. So if you are craving just going to an event, being around people that want to intentionally design their lives and live a better life, that good energy, you know what I'm talking about, then it's a great place to go, and I would love to see you in person. All right, if you have any questions about that, feel free to shoot me an email at angeatangebarnard.com or you can message me on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever you are. Have an amazing day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.